EV Comply, simplifying your charge point installations. Another week, another podcast, Friday the 10th of February. Let's see what's been happening this week in the EV industry. Starting with this, Google Maps will now suggest charging stops on shorter trips, including a very fast filter for charging station searches, and it will also allow you to show in search results where a place has a charging station on site. Drivers used to have to manually add a charging stop when planning a short trip, but now Google Maps will just do it for you. Google will even figure out the optimal charging stop to minimize the overall trip time by including driving and charging time and also taking into account the charging speeds and the suggested stations. Google will also recognize external factors like road conditions and your vehicle's capabilities in making its recommendations. Subaru's upcoming EV would be in addition to the only full electric vehicle currently in the lineup, the Solterra crossover that's co-developed with Toyota. The Subaru Solterra is the brand's only pure EV offering in the US. Tokyo Subaru said it will ramp up its electrified offerings in the critical US market to include several battery EVs by 2025 as it shifts development focus to that segment. As you may remember, Hertz ordered 100,000 Tesla EVs in the end of 2021. While it seems the rental company has only taken delivery of less than half of those cars, it has already ordered many more EVs. Earnings are at a record height and the company's stock is surging. This week, according to a recent report by Automotive News, Hertz had about 430,000 cars in service in 2022 and 11% were Tesla EVs. This means that fewer than 50,000 of Hertz Teslas have been delivered, and yet the company is still enjoying so much success that stemmed from the deal. Hertz is now leading the EV rental game and has ordered more electric vehicles, but not from Tesla. Rather, the rental company is buying EVs from General Motors and Polestar. GM will deliver a whopping 175,000 EVs to Hertz, and the Polestar orders add up to 65,000. The rental car firm has also partnered with Uber to furnish rideshare drivers with EVs, as well as with BP Pulse to install EV chargers at its various locations. In other news this week, a prototype of the Porsche 718 Boxster EV has been spotted charging at an Ionity station in Europe, offering a glimpse of what the upcoming German all-electric sports car will be capable of in terms of charging power. So throw it into Google and have a sneak look for yourself. UK sales rose 15% in January and of course that's been helped by EV demand. UK new car sales rose to 131,994 in January as EV demand jumped 20%. Overall registrations rose to the number just stated and the sixth month of continual growth and the best start of the year since January 2020, which was before the pandemic, said the SMMT. Sales of full electric vehicle registrations rose 20%, 17,294 in January for a market share of 13.1%.
As we know, the EV industry is an expensive one, particularly when it comes to production and even sharing ideas. Now, the new compact EV platform is to test rebooted Renault and Nissan Alliance. Both firms want to lead a project crucial to their global sales, where they will fundamentally share ideas and costs for manufacturing. It's an interesting theory. They do say there's strength in numbers, so let's see if that one works. Big news this week. Octopus Energy has announced that the combined capacity of EV batteries using its smart tariff, Intelligent Octopus, has surpassed 100 megawatts. Intelligent Octopus customers are able to set the amount of charge they require as well as the time they wish their vehicle to be charged by using the Octopus Energy app. Following this, the company's energy technology platform Kragenflex automatically charges cars when the grid is less busy and energy is cheaper. This is 29p cheaper than the figures published in ZapMap's price index released in November 2022, which found that in September of that year, the average rate of charging at public charge points in the UK was 39 pence per kilowatt. By strategically using energy at times where grid capacity is higher, Intelligent Octopus is said to be able to reduce fuel costs for the average driver to 3p per mile. That's less than a third of the cost from a standard variable tariff. The Metro Centre has made a significant investment in EV charging infrastructure with help from operator Zest. Zest has launched 56 charging sockets at the retail and leisure destinations, representing an investment of about half a million pounds. The points are spread across three of the centre's car parks and the majority are fast chargers, which can top up cars in a couple of hours alongside a number of rapid chargers. The installation is the second time Zest has worked with Sovereign Centros following the opening of 64 charging sockets at Merry Hill in 2022, which I did mention in the podcast back then. Graham Jones, director at Sovereign Centros, has said, we are committed to pushing for a more sustainable future across all of our destinations and ensuring accessibility to EV charging is a key part of this. Having worked with Zest on other projects, we saw them as the perfect partner to deliver this for Metro Centre, ultimately helping to deliver our sustainable vision and removing one of the main barriers to the EV switch for drivers across the northeast. Speaking of big money and big investments, MFG is to invest 50 million in EV charging hubs this year. Now, last year it installed 271 ultra rapid chargers across its network, with an additional 31 hubs plus a further 175 chargers under construction. With 20% of the 400 million investment already developed during 2021 and 2022, the 2023 investment plan will see MFG install over over 360 ultra-rapid 150-kilowatt EV chargers at hubs throughout the UK. Now, I don't know about you, but I personally get very giddy when I think about supercars becoming electric because you know they're going to be fast, fast, like really fast. 
Now, the Ferrari 250 Testarossa is a car that only a handful of people will ever own. It's rare and, of course, expensive, and most don't have the millions of pounds required to persuade one of the few owners to part with one. Now, based in Bicester, the little car company has been building three-quarter scale electric replicas for the rest of us, and it's launching a new variant called Pacagara that could be your chance. The company once again worked in close collaboration with Ferrari on the build. The new Tessarossa J is more capable than the standard offerings, with the car receiving a boost in power and other upgrades. It now makes 14 kilowatts up from 16, and the EV also features improved brakes to contain all that power, getting drilled discs and adjustable brake bias. Adjustable dampers provide even more personalization, while the quicker ratio steering rack creates a more agile vehicle for the track. Just earlier on in the podcast, I mentioned about companies merging. Now, Rolex EV and Monta are joining forces to deliver more than 20,000 charge points across the UK this year. It's as part of the partnership for Rolex existing and new domestic and commercial charge point customers. They will also gain access to EV charging software solutions. Together, Monta and Rolex will embark on the largest transition of charge points onto Monta's platform and existing customers will be migrated to Monta's platform also. Now, as a result of the partnership, Rolex drivers will have access to thousands of charge points on the Monta network with the ability to be reimbursed for their charge via the Monta wallet. Furthermore, through a private domestic charge point, Fleet drivers can also automatically be reimbursed for the kilowatt used to charge the vehicle at home. As part of the Powered by Monta program, all new compatible Rolex units will now be shipped directly from the factory with Monta on board. Norwegian electric vehicle charging infrastructure startup What If EV has set out its plans to play a leading role in the UK network for destination chargers by 2030. Having recently installed its first UK charging points in the UK and secured a £50 million investment, the company plans to play a leading role in the UK network by providing destination charge points where people park rather than forcing EV drivers to park where they can charge. I mean, it makes sense. Now, in doing this, What If EV seeks to accelerate the electrification of the UK parking network by providing hassle-free access to charging infrastructure. Well, What If? We think it's a brilliant idea and we hope it goes well. Speaking of brilliant ideas, what do you think to this? Decouple gas and electricity to make EV charging affordable. This is what campaigners are saying. Now, motoring groups are suggesting severing ties between gas and electricity prices as that would immediately reduce the cost of charging EVs in the UK. EV campaign group Fair Charge and the RAC are suggesting this move could slash EV charging costs immediately So what do you think about that one? We know there is a huge shortage of charging infrastructure, so this news is welcomed. There's plans for 15 more parking spaces and 12 electric vehicle charging points 
at an Ipswich retail park that has been approved this week. I mean, we've got to start somewhere. Anglian Retail Park will soon benefit from the reconfiguration of the southeast corner of the car park, which will include adding four more blue badges and another four parent and child parking spaces. Ipswich residents will also be able to use 12 fast EV charging points located at the car park. As part of the development, the site will also see new hedgerows and six trees planted to replace the three being removed to create additional parking spaces. There we go, EV Roundup completed for this week. I'll be back with you next Friday. From everybody here at EV Comply, you have a fantastic weekend and be sure to visit ev-comply.com to see if we can help to simplify your installations. 